1: about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the world wide web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: It is the Rob Carson Show, Tuesday edition. Welcome to it. Come on in. Have a seat. There is much to get to today. We will, of course, treat it with Delightful commentary and comedy and do my level best to speak truth to power by uh, making fun of it. That's one of the many things we do here on the show. If you would like to chime in, 800 uh, 922 So Joe Biden's new dog has repeatedly attacked Secret Service agents. You know... Uh, <clears throat> Does everything about this administration have to suck, including the dogs? I mean, do, do the dogs, it's very rarely that, I mean, you've got to be a special kind of human being to, uh, to make dogs terrible. You've got to either be, uh, you know, maybe training them for fighting or maybe you're just, I don't know, maybe you're just a bad person. But uh, this is the second dog that the Bidens have had that have attacked Secret Service agents. Uh, the New York Post reported that the uh, Joe Biden's newest pet, almost a two-year-old German shepherd named Commander, It's Commander. Wow. Whatever happened to cute dog names? I've got one named uh, uh, Desi and one named uh, uh, Lucy. Well, she passed away, actually. Uh, You know, but anyway, so Commander has been... (laughs) Biting Secret Service agents right and left for two and a half years. Joe and Jill's other German dog, German Shepherd dog Major, was involved in a series of attacks on agents. There have been seven known attacks against the people sworn to protect the commander in chief. Commander (laughs) in chief. Okay, I get it. Maybe their next dog should be named Chief, but that would be like cultural appropriation. So anyway, two uh, biting incidents a month. So, Commander of the White House uh, Physician's Office referred a bitten Secret Service uniformed officer to a local hospital for treatment after dog clamped down on their arm and thigh while the officer was seated on the stairs, according to emails released under the FOIA Act uh, to conservative legal group uh, Judicial Watch. Commander came down the stairs, walked forward to them, and then just attacked out of nowhere. They had to use, like, a steel cart to keep the dog from attacking the Secret Service agent. But other than that, he's good with kids. I mean, other than that, he's good with kids. Come here. Okay, Commander. Okay, okay. Give me the tranquilizer dart. We need the tranquilizer dart over here real quick, real quick. Some sort of bear mace, anything. Dear God, you know what I think? I'm thinking maybe, did you guys see the movie Cocaine Bear? I'm thinking maybe uh, Commander might have gotten to a baggie that was left behind. Just maybe. You know, I wonder where the cocaine uh, disappeared. There, there was uh, rumors, I guess, stories that the Secret Service took it out and blew it up. I'm wondering if some, <laughs> if some of that coke went up Commander's nose. You got to kind of wonder, right? You know, <laughs> you know, they've got drug sniffing dogs in airports everywhere. Don't you suppose that the first family might have a dog that's uh, maybe addicted? <laughs> you know. <laughs> drug sniffing. No, this is drug snorting. Maybe that's the new thing now that the uh, the Biden family have. They have a drug snorting dog. That's kind of funny. You know, how many dog bites does it take for you to say, uh, you know, probably time for a commander to go out to the farm? That's what happened to a couple of dogs when I was a kid. Rusty, our Airedale. He went out to the farm. Never saw him again. But I was assured the rest of my life, as long as my dad was alive, that... That old Rusty was out on a farm when, actually, I think Rusty just uh, bit the dust behind the barn with, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, whatever. So, anyway, there's that. Seven Republican uh, presidential candidates have met the polling debate requirements, by the way, for the first Republican presidential debate in Milwaukee. That's next month. So, in case you want to know who's going to be in it so far, thus far, Donald Trump is saying no, uh, which I would venture to say was a great idea. I think he ought to have his own uh, event. There's been talk of him, actually. Are you ready for this? doing an hour-long interview live with Tucker Carlson. That would destroy, destroy the uh, the debate. So we've got, uh, let me see, we've got uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who I like a lot. We've got uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, was involved in a minor traffic accident this morning. He's okay, just want you to know. Uh, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence, former Governor Nikki Haley, Senator Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. Chris Christie made it. So there you go. Now, when they, uh, when they become the, uh, the uh, debate, when they're invited to the debate, uh, they have to take the debate stage uh, so long as they sign the candidate pledge not to participate in any debate that is not sanctioned by the RNC and uh, to support the eventual party nominee. So there is, uh, there is that. But uh, I, I would venture to say the best thing for Trump would be to do is just stand back Watch him go at each other, because otherwise he is just going to be uh, a calf's leg dipped into uh, a, a river full of piranhas. That's really what it is. That's why I think you got to stay out. Maybe, maybe you disagree. Oh, and then also uh, Mitt Romney, who I'm embarrassed that I voted for. him, and I, I really hate to say it. It used to be that I, I would say that I was embarrassed because in 1988, I think I remember uh, voting for Mike Dukakis because I was a stupid college senior. But now I can, I can say that I voted for somebody I'm more embarrassed, and that would be Mitt Romney. And he's laid out a plan he thinks could uh, help prevent former President Donald Trump from securing the GOP presidential nomination. He suggested that the large field of Republican primary contenders should be expeditiously whittled down to just a two-person race before Trump has the nomination sewn up. He said that GOP donors should be pressuring candidates to drop out of the primary once it does appear. They have a good shot. They have no good shot at winning. And then he said this, and this is where you know that uh, he's on the wrong side of history. He says Republican mega donors and influencers, large and small, are going to have to do something they didn't do in 2016. Get candidates say support to agree to withdrawal if and when their paths to the nomination are effectively closed. Which should have been uh, a clue to uh, Chris Christie before he even jumped in. He should have known before he jumped in, he didn't have a clue, I mean a chance, same thing. Uh, <laughs> so, basically saying, left to their own inclinations, expect several of the contenders to stay in the race for a long time. They'll split the non-Trump vote, giving up the prize. So, um, I would venture to say of, of the nominees, and if he's saying that uh, people who have no shot drop out, um, I'm thinking they're probably only going to be about two people left. I mean, just out of this field, and of course, and of course Donald Trump. And then uh, today, I don't know if you knew this, today could be the day that uh, Donald Trump is indicted because of uh, Jack Smith's uh, January the 6th investigation, I guess. It wasn't enough that Donald Trump got, uh, got uh, vindicated in a uh, second um, uh, impeachment. But anyway, special counsel Jack Smith may indict President Trump as early as today. Yeah, here's CBS. They're saying that this could happen today, And, and I'll tell you why it's happening today, because a whole lot of bleep is hitting the fan with the Bidens, and we'll get to that in just one second. The other thing you track for us, of course, is the ongoing
2: legal trouble for former President Donald Trump. It is a Monday. Remind us where things
0: may head this week. It is a Monday, so we have to immediately start punching Donald Trump. In the myriad cases facing him
3: if there's going to be an indictment here in washington dc on the special counsel's january 6th investigation
0: which we still don't know what the charges would be about could
3: come as early as tomorrow one p.m eastern time when the grand jury is here in the courthouse the january 6th grand jury tends to meet on tuesdays and thursdays ed and the magistrate judge tends to sit at one p.m eastern time to hear and
0: then they do mahjong on sundays his or
3: her caseload that's the soonest it could happen but there's certainly no date on the calendar. That's a date certain. There's no indictment that is certain. All we can say is the target letter that Trump acknowledged and announced and that we have confirmed is an indication a federal prosecution is likely, if not imminent. You want to measure this by days and weeks, not by months and years.
0: I don't think they mentioned the fact that uh... Uh, yesterday, we found out that uh, uh, Donald Trump was impeached for having a phone call with uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine. And he said, hey, man, we need to kind of go after corruption in your country and maybe this uh, this, uh, this gas company called Burisma. And then we find out... <laughs> So we find out that one of uh, one of Zelensky's uh, insiders was actually in meetings with Hunter Biden, with Burisma and Joe Biden on the phone. So now do we do we understand why Donald Trump got impeached for talking to Zelensky about uh, possible corruption in Ukraine. Does it all make sense now? It really it should make a lot of sense right now. It should make sense. And Kevin McCarthy is finally, are you ready? He's finally using the I word. Yeah, impeach. Listen to Kevin McCarthy. He still needs to bring it up a little. He still sounds like a vinyl uh, siding salesman. Here is Kevin McCarthy about the I word.
3: That they bribed the Bidens, okay? This was given to the FBI. When Bill Barr finally found out about it, he sent it to his office in Philadelphia. They actually said that this was very credible. The FBI kept this from the IRS individuals for them ever to see it. So not only do they claim that they
0: were... Is is anybody uh, just recognizing how absurd this has become? that uh, so many are covering for so few isn't it isn't it just kind of funny after a while
3: Bribed. we now find information that 16 out of 17 payments from romania were provided to the biden shell companies while he was vice president When President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now prove is not true.
0: Yeah, he said a dollar from China. He got like $20 million from China, actually, so not a dollar. Thank you very much. Technically, right.
3: We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10 year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently.
0: But we'd better go after Donald Trump for January the 6th, for which he had already been acquitted. That what
3: Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just with the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our... Other
0: than that, there's nothing to see here. And the fact that the mainstream media is ignoring it is, uh, is breathtaking. Is breathtaking. Uh, absolutely. And there's even more. Uh, Peter Schweizer, I've got some audio from him coming up, and then and then another one. Check this out. So, a uh, major Democrat donor, who is a friend, uh, bought a painting from from Hunter Biden and was appointed to a prestigious commission, and uh, and so basically a little a little pay for play is what they're saying. So now we're kind of beginning to to get the fact that maybe Hunter Biden's art just sucks, and they're going to use it. To, uh, do a little pay for play pay his legal bills and sell his crap paintings were a bride this is jim Gossett, by the way
2: paintings hunters buddies bought he, he blew paint into them now it looks like they've been caught and he liked doing blow in the white house and it's weird aimed in another biden scheme one got a cushy job Yeah. Courtesy of Sleepy Joe Elizabeth Hirsch Neftali Was a case of quid pro quo Major quid pro quo It was purely Biden pay for play Quid pro Joe Now I understand I do too Now it's really clear to see Hunter's painting sales were bribery (laughs) Hunter Biden Island free He is not a painter. He didn't write his book. He's
0: just a drugged-out crumb. Yeah, pretty much. So, major Democrat and Biden-appointed commissioner... Bought one of his uh, artworks. Hunter's artwork ranges from $75,000 for works on paper to $500,000 large-scale or uh, uh, sofa-sized paintings, I think is what they call them. Uh, One of the uh, buyers is Elizabeth Hirsch Naftali, who was appointed to a prestigious commission by Joe Biden. According to an insider, eight months after Hunter Biden's art debuted at the Soho Gallery, Joe Biden appointed Naftali to the Commission for the Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad which I guess is, uh, is prestigious, but uh, she's influential in California Democrat circles and a major donor. So now we know uh, what the art was all about. By the way, they also obtained internal documents from Hunter Biden's gallery that a single buyer purchased $875,000 of his art. And uh, uh, this is the only art that I can recall that drops in value as precipitously as a new car when you drive it off the uh, parking lot. It's kind of what it is. Now coming up, I've got some uh, very uh, good audio from Peter Schweizer about uh, Biden, uh, about Biden corruption, um, the economy, some bad news in the economy. Corinne Jean Pierre says that uh, not only is the government going after your stove, they're going after all of your household appliances. And I wish I were kidding. Here's a number: eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. This is a Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. This is a guy named Coulter Wall. I never liked country music that much. Then I started to listen to a little Coulter Wall and there's some other artists. I'm still not a big Jason Aldean. I'm going to download the song, but Coulter Wall's amazing. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I, I need to put in like it really matters. And you should put up a playlist of uh, some stuff that I've kind of discovered lately. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Chris Stapleton is really awesome, by the way. If you haven't checked out, Chris Stapleton's crossover artist country. And just, a, I mean, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so, you know, at what point do you say the dog has to go? I'm, I'm being serious here. Because right now, the, the Bidens have two bad dogs. I don't think the German Shepherds are necessarily bad dogs. Uh, my mother was a uh, certified dog breeder when I grew up, and uh, Joe and Jill's other dog, Major, uh, attacked uh, uh, Secret Service agents, and then there we know that seven attacks against people by these dogs. And he also had a dog named Commander. Now we know that Joe Biden sucks as a father because I mean, look at his kids. All right, look at Hunter Biden for crying out loud. But but does this translate to uh, to dogs? I think it does. I, I think it really does. Because uh, bad dog generally means bad owner. And, uh, and at what point after seven people have been bitten by a stupid dog, does the stupid dog get taken out behind the lighthouse and uh, buried in a shallow grave behind the... Uh the uh the rose guard i'm just saying that's that's what happened if i we when i was growing up uh when i grew up on a farm that's what would happen if the dog bit somebody more than once but but doggy, come here doggy. we're gonna go talk but that's uh that's joe biden even his dogs suck that's how bad a president he is <laughs> he's so bad his dogs even suck so uh, uh, we also know that, uh, that Hunter Biden uh, sold some of his art, and oddly enough, I know this is going to come as a big surprise, he, uh, he only sold art to Democrat donors because his art really isn't very good. But you see, his dad is Joe Biden. And so we find out that this this woman, apparently Democrat donor, Elizabeth Hirsch Naftali, uh, bought some uh, paintings, spent a bunch of money on paintings, and then got appointed to a a prestigious commission by Joe Biden. So there you go. Now, maybe Hunter Biden's uh, paintings will be worth something eventually. I think they sell John Wayne Gacy's paintings. They do. The people collect them and everything. I don't think they're selling them for a half a million dollars. I think Hitler had some art, too. You're comparing Hitler to... Biden no i 'm just using it as an example of somebody who's done some criminal things who was uh, artistic apparently, uh, except for Hitler didn 't sell his to donors i, I don 't think anyway. <laughs> it's just- it's so stupid and i remember last year there's a there's a thing that they do in china it's called yahui it's uh and if you're chinese call me uh y-a-h-u-i and it's called an elegant bribe and it's where uh, officials are given pieces of art and whatnot that have no intrinsic value and they're allowed to sell them and make lots of money and it just becomes so stupid and outrageous after a while you have to laugh because it's so obvious it's just so obvious let's Go to Cindy in Hereford, Maryland. Hello, Cindy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show.
4: Hey, Rob, thanks for taking my call. You um, bet. Yeah, This whole thing with, with Hunter Biden and selling his artwork, it's such a scam. And anybody who's in the art world, which is mostly liberals and Democrats, should recognize this. As soon as your artwork, it, 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 investors will continue to pay higher and higher prices for your artwork because it's deemed as a um, good investment in the future. If that... Price begins to go down, that's it. They drop you like a hot potato. So, this is obviously funded and supported by the donors and not the art community. And plus, I haven't seen anything from the really critical art community critics weighing in on it.
0: Yeah, no reviews. You don't see any reviews online, do you? Uh, like they do no. movies and, and restaurants. It, it, it's really, really uh, remarkable when you think about it. And and if you also think about it, don't you suppose the artistic community should be upset because he's putting other artists out of work? Isn't that kind of what the, the mantra, right? When you, you're putting other artists out of work and you're not even an artist, don't you suppose somebody might bring that up?
4: That's right, exactly, because there's a lot of really good artists out there, you yes. know, who genuinely deserve that, and, and it 's like they 're quiet rob they 're totally I know. They're embarrassed they 're embarrassed it's- and it 's awful, so and, you know and you make that point with them, and they all go quiet, and you just pray that like maybe that little seed that I just planted will germinate, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Amazing. You know, sooner sooner or later, uh, uh, pieces of art and whatnot that have uh, unsavory past sell. You know, like crim- crime memorabilia is always really big. You know, Bonnie and Clyde's car, uh, things like that. So maybe Hunter Biden is creating uh, artwork that will raise in value because of its past. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say quickly, I had a really good photographer. I got to run. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Cindy, okay? We have a hard break here. Uh, Brian, talk to Cindy, see what she got. And on the way, uh, Peter Schweizer talks about, um, well, this could be the end for the Biden administration as far as their corruption. This is the Rob Carson Show. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion. Gold was $1,000 an ounce. Today, $32 trillion and $2,000 an ounce. So now that we have $1 trillion in interest payments annually, another $1 trillion on defense, do we really think the spending is going to slow down? A surging national debt is bullish for gold. Bloomberg stated gold appears as a caged bull awaiting a catalyst. The oncoming commercial real estate crisis will be that catalyst. $1.5 trillion in interest-only loans are coming due, and with vacancies, plunging valuations, and higher interest rates, more companies are just going to walk away. It's no wonder Google searches for how to buy gold hit record levels in 2023. It's as simple as calling Patriot Gold Group today, by the way. Find out why they are an a consumer affairs top-rated gold and silver company nationwide. Call the proud Americans at Patriot Gold today before it's too late. Mention Newsmax and you'll get best-in-class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has no fee for life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be physical gold and silver. Call 888-309-9181. That's 888-309-9181 and get a free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is Consumer Affairs' top-rated gold IRA dealer for six years in a row. Call now, 888-309-9181. Protect your retirement with the Patriot Gold Group. See, I will never have the money to invest in art right to invest in art i just buy stuff you know and usually it's uh well it used to be bed bath and beyond maybe uh there are a few other places that we've gone to over the years and uh and and i'm going to mention something i actually the, the most i've ever paid for a piece of art i'm buying right now and you know what it is I, I'm, don't tell my wife this. Uh, she doesn't listen to my show, so I can say it. Um, I went through and I, and I saved all of the wallet photos of my life, um, from like when I was in, um, uh, high school. And I, and I saved all of them. So I have like five or six wallet, um, you know, those, those little wallet folders you have photos in. And it's a picture of the kids. Remember, it used to be before you just showed them a phone, you know, show them a picture on the phone. You'd have uh, wallet pictures. Well, I saved all of them and I'm having them framed. And you know what? I'd rather have that uh, any day, certainly, than a, than a piece of <laughs> Biden's art. Uh, <laughs> but I said, you know, I'd heck with it. And my wife was like, she looked at the credit card. She's like, what did you spend on that? I said, I bought a piece of art. What kind of art are you buying with that? I said, it's a surprise. Trust me, you're not going to be mad at me. It's not like crazy amount of money. But it's more than, you know, going to wherever the heck, uh, whole whatever, and buying a piece of artwork that's already framed or whatever. So there is that. Uh, let's go back to Cindy at Hereford. She was talking about Hunter Biden and his artwork being sold for a half a million dollars to Democrat donors. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Cindy. We'll finish up your thought.
4: Well, I, I love what uh, you're doing with your uh, wallet fo- photos. I think that's a fabulous idea. Um, but but what I learned uh, with an art class that I took, um, I, the teacher was, fortunately, she was a, prominent like literally world known photographer and i was privileged to take her class but i asked her i said what do you do when you've got a body of work and it's just not moving what i said do you have like a sale do you reduce it and she got this coy little smile on her face and she said you know what i do i said no she says, i raise the price oh really (laughs) and it sells like
0: so you're saying the starving art sales the starving art sales are something you shouldn't do Correct <laughs> I remember that not, oh. not
4: if you're trying to attract serious buyers and, and sponsors and supporters, really? you know because that that sh- yeah, because that shows that your artwork is a good investment it's going to always go up in price.
0: okay, where, well
4: if, if something goes down in price forget it. I mean, if you want it for yourself, fine. But if you're going to do it for investment purposes, not so much.
0: So you're, anyway, you're saying that, that Hunter Biden should raise his price and maybe Joe Biden should uh, up the ante as far as political appointments. Maybe that's what he needs to do.
4: Well, I'm just saying, let's just watch what happens because what, what's going on here is not truly what actually happens in the really real art world.
0: Of course. Of course. Yeah, Thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it, Sandy. Let's go to Kevin in Bel Air. Hello, Kevin. How you doing, my friend? What's up?
1: Hey, good. Love this show. Um, just wanted to uh, so, so I'm a dog guy and, and grown up and with, with labs all my life. And then me and my wife had a couple of labs with the, ki- and the kids. So we wanted to switch things up a little bit. And we were researching other breeds. And we checked out German Shepherds which I was a little uh, hesitant about, but it turns out they're, you know, what we found out was they're very, very smart, obviously very loyal. My thing was the violent part of it. So we had a chance to go and visit with a family that um, lived up the street that had a German Shepherd and hung out with the dog for a while and absolutely fell in love with it. So we ended up having a hard time finding a breeder, found one down in Chesapeake, Virginia, uh, went down, uh, you know, picked out a little uh, female uh, from the, the next litter they had, and then as we, uh, we had to go back, you know, we, had to think we had to wait like six or eight weeks, so we went back down to pick, to pick her up, her name's Dixie, brought her back, and in the folder that we have, they have an information sheet saying that her father, the sire of our dog Dixie, was the father of the first German Shepherd that they got rid of at the White
0: House. Was- oh, really? Really? Yeah, so wait, now hold on a second. So you're saying that you are in the possession of one of of the, uh, the Hunter Biden's or, or Joe Biden's dog's uh, bastard uh, grand dog. And that's what you're saying. They're denying the existence of your dog, even though this little dog is the sire of one of Joe Biden's dogs. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Kevin?
1: Well, th- th- that, but th- th- I didn't think about that, but th- the was, our dog, it yes. definitely is the owner because our dog is the sweetest, most loved. She wouldn't bite any, she wouldn't bite some, a burglar coming and she'd lick him to death.
0: Well, because you don't leave bags of cocaine laying around your house, probably, is what it is. So, <laughs> so this, is, this is, Kevin, this is groundbreaking. So you're saying that Joe, Joe Biden's original dog, not Commander, the other one, Commando, I think it was. Anyway, you're saying that your dog is the bastard grand puppy of one of Joe Biden's dogs, and Joe Biden is refusing to acknowledge the existence of the grand dog. That's what you're saying now, Kevin. That is amazing. Quite,
1: frank, quite <laughs> frankly, I, I don't. I, I, I was, you're the first person I've told this. Uh, I a lot of other people, because I'm, I'm quite embarrassed to be perfectly honest.
0: With you. But, All right, uh, <laughs> that is fantastic. Thanks for the call. That is, that is just fantastic. Oh man, that, you know what? I think that dog is worth more than one of Hunter Biden's paintings. I wouldn't want the bastard grandpuppy of Joe Biden's dog that bit a secret service agent. That is that is spectacular. All right, so here, here is uh, something very funny, and and it is just the the point that the the evidence is so ridiculous uh, against Joe Biden with regard to his family production uh, uh, corruption. It's become just stupid. It really it just becomes so overwhelming that it's like, oh, really, really? And I use the expression, do you know why I think Joe Biden is, uh, is corrupt? Because I'm not stupid. And it just keeps coming. You know that <clears throat> Donald Trump was, was uh, impeached because he was overheard on a phone call to Ukraine President Zelensky saying that he should investigate corruption. And I'm, I, I'm trying to remember if he said uh, the Ukrainian gas company or not. But he was impeached for that all right that was somehow i guess election interference or whatever well apparently this is this is how nuts it gets uh one of his associates was present at meetings with hunter biden when he was meeting with burisma to extort money from them now we know they got at least five million dollars from burisma but it turns out that, uh, that a Zelensky associate was in the meetings, Joe Biden on the other line, and you can imagine that this associate after the meeting went to Zelensky and said, oh, dude, we have so got this. We can ask for anything, and he'll give it to us. That's my take on it anyway. Peter Schweizer wrote uh, Secret Empires, and he said, he told Jesse uh, Waters last night, that one of uh, Zelensky's top officials was sitting in the room, when they were discussing bribing the Bidens, here is uh, Peter Schweizer, who, by the way, writes great books, and he's a uh, he's a magnificent uh, author and journalist. Yeah,
5: we've been at it this since 2018. They initially said there were no foreign deals. Then they shifted and said there, there might have been foreign deals, but the Bidens made no money.
0: Yeah, by the way, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre changed her narrative yesterday about Joe Biden meeting with Hunter Biden Associates. Then it
5: became Joe Biden didn't know about any of the deals. Then it became Joe biden didn't participate in any of the yeah, deals yeah, and now yeah. it's that he did, was not in business uh, with his son look <laughs> if you look at that 1023 form that the fbi they
0: did the same thing with the cocaine well it was in a public area well maybe it wasn't in a wasn't in the library the yeah, same thing
5: i released that document reveals that one of the people that was at those meetings that heard the conversations about bribing the biden's worked for President Zelensky. Wow. Who really wants to believe, if that meeting took place and that document is accurate, that that individual did not go and report to President Zelensky what he heard? And again, if that document is true, who wants to believe that President Zelensky and his administration have not used that as leverage over Joe Biden when it comes to negotiations on Ukraine policy? Yeah, you know,
0: it's kind of weird because you know you're a really impoverished kind of uh, uh, you know whatever country that nobody has ever heard of that's known for its corruption. And all of a sudden, you're in on a phone call with the president of the United States, richest country in the world, and the president's son is getting bribed, and so the president. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> What are you going to do with that? Here is uh, Peter Schweizer with the overwhelming evidence. What is the Biden's business? They're getting Uh, all
5: this money from overseas. They're getting all this money for artwork that frankly is not worth half a million dollars. What is the business? What's the product? The product is Joe Biden. Let's remember with Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, Hunter Biden was getting $83,000 a month when his father was vice president of the United States. When his father became the ex- vice
0: president... I don't even know what I'd do with Eighty-three thousand dollars a month. That first month, I would just buy all sorts of stupid crap. I'd buy stuff that my wife would be like, "What the what, honey? We got eighty-three thousand, not a year, just this month." The United
5: States hunters' take from barisma was cut in half. <laughs> so everybody knows what the product is and why this was being done. And the Dem-
0: kind of like Hillary Clinton, uh, her foundation stopped getting donations when she lost the presidency. Yeah, all those hundreds of millions of dollars just evaporated right after she lost. Democrats, I think, that
5: continue to cling to the notion that there's nothing here, there's nothing to see, are making a big strategic mistake.
0: Yeah, it, it, It's going we'll to start getting hot and heavy. Here is uh, Peter Schweizer talking about the associate and uh, and what they heard.
5: Yeah, <laughs> we've been at it this since 2018. They initially said there were no... Fa- nope,
0: already played that one. How about this one right here? Hunter Biden is in trouble. Uh, when, Joe B- sorry, when
5: Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board, Devin Archer got a seat on the board as well. Uh, when Hunter Biden got that sweetheart deal with that Chinese private equity fund and got put on the board, Devin Archer got the same slot. So he knows where Everything is, and it's going to be very, very hard for the Democrats on this committee to do what they did with the whistleblowers, which is argue Joe Biden played no role. The evidence is there, and their defenses keep shifting. Uh, And I think Joe Biden is in serious trouble.
0: Yeah, I I do too. And it's kind of funny because uh, a lot of people, including my buddy Chris Plant this morning, are saying that Joe Biden is not going to make it through the uh, the campaign. He's not going to make it uh, through uh, to the election. I've been saying this for about three years now um <laughs> and now we know that Devin archer they, he's rescheduled his date with the uh, house oversight committee now he in case i don't want to make this so complicated archer's a buddy of and he's a scumbag just like hunter and uh, they formed rosemont seneca partners in 2009 along with are you ready for this christopher hines the son of john Kerry. Uh, who is a climate czar. We don't know what he does exactly, but he's the climate czar. So he and Hunter served as managing partners, and by the way, uh, Archer and Hines were college roommates at Yale. I know, I know. They're such East Coast snobs. You'll never be a part of this cabal. Archer and Hunter Biden each landed lucrative seats on the board of Ukrainian energy firm Burisma. The firm brought in $11 million through the arrangement based on information gleaned from Hunter Biden's laptop. So uh, the, the Rosemont Seneca got $11 million from Ukraine for, uh, you know, for uh, proximity to uh, Joe Biden. I just, I just find this to be so uh, incredibly sordid and awful. Uh, Archer's testimony will further challenge the White House insistence that Joe Biden never had any knowledge or involvement in his son's business affairs. And we've heard that time and time again. But here's Hunter a couple years ago talking about how his name, not him, Hunter, but his last name is Gold let me try that again here hold on one second i apologize let's try that one more time
2: and apparently i think it played a, a large part and i write about this in the book as i said i think that they saw my name as gold and one of the reasons that they did was this right at that period of time the russians had invaded and taken crimea and they were after the natural resources and the pipeline and i know that Burisma wanted to do one thing, is that they wanted to create a bulwark against that Russian.
0: And by the way, Burisma was really corrupt. They wanted to get a a foothold in America for stockholders. And uh, there was a prosecutor going after the company. And Hunter was added to the board to bring Joe Biden in to get rid of the prosecutor. And I think we all know what happened. It's kind of, a, and here is, here is a Corinne Jean-Pierre changing her tune because originally said, Joe Biden never met with any business associates. It turns out they had dinner, they had lunch, they got together, they hung out in hot tubs, they drank champagne, they brought the dog in, the dog did some cocaine and attacked the secret service agent. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre.
4: Uh, Chairman James Comer today says that the oversight committee, excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past COMMUNICATED DIRECTLY WITH FOREIGN BUSINESS ASSOCIATES OF HIS SON, HUNTER BIDEN, MANY TIMES. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president was never in business with his son.
6: I just don't have anything else to
0: add. There you go. Well, no, actually, you said that he uh, wasn't involved. Uh, You said that he didn't have any contact, and then you changed your tune again. So there is that. There is that. Oh, and then also, Hunter Biden called Joe twenty-four times during business meetings with clients so I don't think things are going to get much better for this administration on the way RFK a Democrat during a campaign says that Joe Biden needs to be investigated seriously that's pretty epic and I've got the sound on the other side of this break here's the number 800-922-6680 this is the Rob Carson show
6: Mr. President, as you have said your son Hunter today gave an interview admitted that he made a mistake and showed poor judgment by serving on the, the, that board in Ukraine. Did you make a mistake by letting him? You were the point person on Ukraine at, at the time. If you, you can answer.
0: Look, my son's statement speaks for itself. I did my job. I never discussed... And so does his cocaine use and his criminality. ...just a single thing with my
5: son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate, even when my son was the Attorney General of the State of Delaware. We never discussed anything. So there'd be no potential...
0: Conflict. Okay, whatever. Sure, buddy. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> it's remarkable. And now we find out from uh, Peter Zelensky that uh, uh, the one of uh, or Peter Peter uh, Schweizer, uh, uh, President Zelensky's associate, was president at Biden bribery meetings with uh, with Barisma. Then went to work for Zelensky and probably told Zelensky, "Hey, dude, we can get whatever we want out of this guy. It is remarkable." And then there's this one final note because I don't want to spend all day on this it's honestly, it's just so beyond the pale. Hunter Biden called Joe 24 times during business meetings with clients when his father was a VP. 24 times. Devin Archer has been subpoenaed, and now they're saying it'll be a closed-door meeting, possibly on on Monday. RFK, Robert Kennedy Jr., who, uh, you know, I got to tell you, As far as the future of the country and connection to the suffering people of this country, there are two people who lead the pack in this presidential race. One being Donald Trump and one being Robert Kennedy Jr. Now, this doesn't say I'm endorsing Robert Kennedy Jr. Don't freak out on me. But he is saying things that his father would have said, and his gran- and his, his uncle would have said. And that's where the Democrat Party needs to be if it's going to survive. Because if it keeps going this way, they're done.
6: There's an actual conversation underway about impeaching Joe Biden because of this. You know that. Yeah, I, you know, I have avoided criticizing the president because I, I, you know, I'm trying to bring people together and end some of the, um, the vitriol, the poison that's made uh, politics so so poisonous. Well, corrupt- where the left started it. Corruption pur- is corruption. So- we don't want corruption in government. Uh, but, but you're right, and I think though the issues that are now coming up are worrying enough that we really need a real investigation of of what happened. I mean, these these revelations about the you know that where you have Burisma, um, which is a you know this notoriously corrupt company that paid out apparently ten million dollars to uh, to the Uh, to Hunter and his dad if that's true then it is really troubling Um, so I I think that that needs to be uh, that it needs to be investigated
0: now this is uh, not really uh, a great moment for uh Being an individual, uh, what he said there, every every Democrat should be saying, but they won't say it because the Democrat Party is so invested in abject corruption on all all sides of everything right now. They're wrong on everything from transgender nonsense to CRT to taxes to the southern border. I can go on and on. So is this really a brave stance by RFK, or is it just common sense? I would venture to say it is uh, it is common sense, and uh, and more and more people are saying that Joe. Biden is going to make it to the end of, uh, well, the end of his term, certainly through the campaign and will be replaced. Some people are saying he will be replaced on the ticket. I've got audio on that coming up. And then we've got a million other things to get to as well. 800 This is The Rob Carson Show.
3: Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free.
0: He loves the Constitution. He fights for what's right. He hates the bad guys. He's a freedom warrior. He's your freedom warrior. Watch Carl Higby every weekday on Newsmax.